episode 176, When High Expectations Debilitate You. I'm Jennifer Gonzalez from the Cult of Pedagogy podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I think it's pretty cool you're spending your free time investing into your own potential by listening to a podcast as a form of entertainment and professional development, and that's pretty elite. This podcast episode is especially for teachers in distress as we talk about the importance of treating yourself with grace so that you can be productive, efficient, and even happy. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. If you've been listening for a while now, you know I love to start each episode with the rationale for where the idea came from for the episode. And this start to the new year has kicked my butt. (laughs) For a while now, I've been straddling two worlds and I think they collided or maybe I just combusted. I'm not sure. (laughs) So I'm home with my two girls doing the mom thing. But while I'm home, I'm also hustling like a mad woman for my business of helping other teachers. And the problem with this dynamic is that I can't be 100% in for either endeavor, and I'm always feeling guilty for that. And maybe you can relate. Well, slowly that guilt turned to feelings of depression. Like for two straight days, I was down and out, not myself, withdrawn, negative self-talk, short-fused, confused, searching, searching, searching. I must admit, though, I also am very sleep-deprived, and after a lot of self-reflection, I realized what I thought was my lack of time to be great at both sides of me, it's really a lack of energy. I I didn't have the means to be great at both. But when you're sleep deprived, you let clarity and rationality. So this negative headspace I was in is so unlike me. If I am ever down, I can always quickly trace it back to where I went wrong and begin to problem solve to repair my broken path. But for some reason, I was just stuck in the muck. I couldn't release the bad feelings. And each hour that passed was like I was getting sucked into this black hole and I was losing perspective. Well, one night I put my girls to bed and I forced myself to be present. I didn't pick up my device. I didn't jump right to sleep. I spent time working backwards to figure out what the heck was going on because I couldn't continue like this. I mean, self-loathing, self-demolishing, self-debilitating. And I decided my word for this year is going to be grace. I am going to treat myself better and give myself space to be imperfect. 
So see, I'm a type A person who plans and over plans so that I can avoid any last minute changes that are going to stress me out and give me anxiety. Because I spend most of my time planning and trying to avoid anything that could derail me, I tend to be organized and on top of things and relaxed and confident and give out the vibe, you know, I can do it all. And it's not an act. It's just survival. I am proactively thorough so that I don't lose it. You know, I take my worst attribute and I do what I can to avoid it coming to the surface. And in doing so, that behavior becomes my best attribute. Who knew? Anyway, that behavior that is now my best attribute becomes this routine, which becomes a habit, which becomes a way of life. And I am now known for these behaviors. Others rely on me for those behaviors. And worst of all, I become used to those behaviors. I become used to relying on myself to handle it all until one day I can't. And because I've been proactively doing anything I can to avoid a freak out, The moment a freak out comes, I have zero strategies for handling it in the moment. Like all my strategies were to avoid it, not handle it when it comes. So I realized that, yes, I can handle a lot. And yes, I normally am on top of things. But there will come times when I, too, hit my tipping point and I hit it. This depressing moment is me crashing down. The expectations that I put on myself debilitated me. And instead of being able to mentally and emotionally work through these feelings and thoughts, I froze. High expectations are great, but when they don't match and take into consideration the circumstances of the moment, they're dead expectations. So what I had done is take my high expectations of myself in one scenario and copy and paste them into a new scenario without updating the expectations so that they would fit the new scenario. I assumed what I had done and been able to do before would work. Well, it doesn't. You know, the speed to which I could accomplish tasks before when I wasn't a mom and I was just teaching is not the same as to what I can do while being a mom and being what I call an edupreneur. It's not that I am less than. I just have a different set of circumstances that alter my expectations and that's okay. Once I started to wrap my head around the fact that it's not that I can't handle it, I just have additional factors to consider. And working on no sleep does not breed productivity, as is, but trying to work two jobs without sleep, forget about it. And I came into this moment of clarity on a pity party, and I left on a party bus, Nothing's wrong with me. I am not incapable of doing what I had done before. I just have to do it differently and I have to give myself grace. And if you aren't fond of that word, grace, that's fine. Just know it means that in these moments where you aren't operating in the same way as you are used to, that it's okay. And to give yourself a break. And if you're too hard on yourself, you devalue your intentions making it harder to continue to do great things in the future because you're beating yourself down to the pulp. So I vow to myself that I can continue having high expectations of myself, but those expectations aren't going to be the same that they were before. I am not lowering my expectations. I am altering them to meet my circumstances. I think of it in terms of rigor in the classroom. You know, what is rigorous for some might not be for others. Maybe one hard math problem 
takes a child 40 minutes to complete is just as rigorous as a packet full of math problems that takes a different child the same 40 minutes to complete. You know, the expectations are different, but they match that child's circumstances. And so for both, they are high expectations that are appropriate. And that is where I'm at. I am juggling more things than I ever have in the past. So I've set expectations for myself that are high and difficult to reach, but are still reachable versus impossible. And instead of saying, you're going to create a blog post and a podcast episode and a newsletter and webinar today, maybe it's you're going to create a blog post so that you can also do the dishes, laundry, prep meals, and take your kids outside to play. You know, and it sounds like I lowered my expectations from four challenging tasks to one, but really I streamlined my tasks to the most important for that day. Something for my business, something for my home, something for my kids. And I can still accomplish a lot of things that matter, but the expectations that I hold myself to take into consideration everything else I have going on. I hope you hear yourself somewhere in my story here. I want you to know that just because last year or last month or yesterday you could accomplish a million things at a certain proficiency rate and speed doesn't mean that that has to be your normal today. And maybe you have personal things to tend to, or maybe you're going back to school to better yourself and you need to make room in your schedule and expectations for the work required to do that. Or maybe you're learning a new grade level and need to adjust your expectations to allow for you being a novice, you know, having to spend a lot of your time learning and asking questions rather than operating full steam ahead on autopilot. The best thing you can do is be real about what you're facing. When I looked at my cards for what they were, I saw the problem. I can't spin too many plates. They're going to crash down. And that's what happened. Well, except the plates took me down with them. (laughs) I was just as broken laying there on that floor as those dang imaginary plates. No one was getting the best of me because I wasn't allowing them to. I was trying to be the old me in a new scenario and it wasn't computing correctly. It was a total error message on the screen and I just kept ignoring it until crash. I honestly hope you learned from me and my experiences so you don't have to feel the pain I did. I feel like I wasted so much time being down and out where I could have been living my best mom and business self. My expectations were so high they took me out of the game and I was no good to anybody. It debilitated me to my core. But I'm so glad I prioritized myself and forced myself to spend time figuring it out. I had to make time to do the mental emotional work to get my groove back. But with some sleep and prayers and a clear head, I got it worked out. I streamlined my business and said, okay, I can't be everywhere all the time, but I can do fewer things well. So what will those things be? I set three goals for myself in 2019, which might seem small to what I've done in the past, but these three goals matter the most. They're aligned to my mission and they allow me to be the best mom and edu self. So knowing that Three is perfectly appropriate and high expectations for these set of circumstances. In the fall, when my girls both are in preschool and I finally have two hands to work, I'm going to go hard for you teachers and maybe I can add to my goal list then. But for now, I've got my word that will keep myself in check and I've got my three goals that I'm working toward. And if something comes up that doesn't align to those three things, guess what? It ain't happening. I'm not even going to be mad about it. I've gotten brutally honest with myself about what I can handle and what matters most to handle. So if you don't fit the mold, you out of here, at least for now. 
I think grace is really appropriate for me because I never give myself a break. I'm always pushing myself harder and harder to go higher and higher. And I don't expect perfection, but I do expect pretty close to it. And this is a wonderful lesson and how to love myself enough to be my best for others. And it's not by tearing myself down or setting myself up for failure by having these expectations that don't fit my circumstances. I am now calling a spade a spade and saying, Gretchen, you got so much going on. You just can't do it all. It's not that you lack capability. You literally lack arms, legs, brains, energy, sleep (laughs) to do the job of 10 men. So get your ego in check. Look at all that you have on your plate and get real with what you can accomplish. It's not a Thanksgiving feast where you're trying to eat your way through a table. It's about filling your plate to capacity, whether it's a small dessert size plate or a full meal deal plate. And I can't tell you how great it feels to finally fit my expectations. I can breathe. I can find happiness in the small moments. I can feel productive and meaningful and successful. I'm not a lesser version of me. I am the best version of me in this circumstance. And I may not know what you're facing, but No, I feel you. In my own way, I know how it feels to not measure up to your own expectations of yourself because you haven't taken the time to recalibrate. And if you don't take the time to do that, you'll be on the struggle bus to the junkyard quicker than quick. Then you'll really not meet your expectations because your tank will be empty emotionally, physically, and mentally. And ain't nobody got time for that. So prioritize yourself enough to be present. Work backwards to figure out what is the root of your feelings. And for me, I couldn't do and be what in my mind I knew I was and had been. So from there, I then asked, well, why? Well, I got kids to care for. So I can't be all in 24-7 my business. And because I have a business, I can't be all in 24-7 in my family. It's not fair to anyone involved. So name the feeling, then name the reason. And that's what I did. Now it's time to get to work. So with the new year and everyone making New Year's resolutions, it's time to reset those expectations. Set ones that are still high, but take into consideration your circumstances. It's not lowering the bar. It's adjusting the stool to fit the bar. And it's not for forever. It's just for right now. And in time, you'll be back to that old self until something new comes along and you'll need to adjust to what makes sense for those set of circumstances. When you give yourself room to be honest, you give yourself room to grow in new ways, personally and professionally, and you will be better in the end. I promise. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on the importance of treating yourself with grace so you can be productive, efficient, and happy. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.